the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School Uh, Brandon, Trump, Mary, kill, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Kari Lake, Trump, Mary, Lauren Boebert. Exactly, Brandon. Exactly. <laughs> hey, what's on your mind? Trump, I don't get, Mary, kill. I don't get the Trump part. Eh, it replaces fuck. So that's <laughs> okay. All the things up there to replace, he replaced that one and not. Trump is a great, actually, tr- Trump is a great synonym for fuck because he fucks almost everyone over <laughs> to make sure that he gets what he wants. <laughs> he does not care about nobody. Y'all ready to start the show? Yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and on Twitter at Horcrux Hipster. You can also check out our Patreon page. Join our community and uh, support the show. Help keep us out the poorhouse and Section 8 homeownership, as Pedro said last week. Californians, make sure you check into. Section 8 home ownership, according to Pedro last week. But yeah, check us out at patreon.com backslash highscore510. And we are here with... Uh, this is AG3, coming at you faster than the water, whirling down the Russian River, and we couldn't go canoeing. Or I couldn't watch them go canoeing. Well, here's a soundbite, Aaron. Ours Candy took away the Snickers bar, the king-size Snickers bar. They said, hey, we're going to make this king size shareable now so they still got the king size but now it's two small pieces in a bag and now china's stronger russia's stronger iran is stronger because we can't even get our act together to bring out the king size anymore we're just two small pieces in a bag please tell me it's a spoof please tell me that's a spoof yes a spoof you don't see that dude's mustache i know but you never know you never know pedro oh yeah aaron how do you feel about the new king size snicker bar well, you know what? I bought the king size this weekend, three musketeers since we were camping in a, in a king size Twix. I was actually quite happy that they broke it up. No one needs to eat that whole king size in one sitting, dude. No matter how hungry you are, no matter how long the movie is. Like, even when I took one into the movie, I ate half of it in the beginning of the movie. The other half, I don't even think I finished it at the end. Yeah, I always find myself eating one of those candy bars and then, uh, you know, stop about uh, halfway or maybe like two thirds through. And yeah. then I got to like, I like to keep the wrapper. I don't like some people, you know, they tear the wrapper yeah. off. I keep yeah. the wrapper and open it down that seam so that I can have that wrapper and fold it over, throw it away later. So it keeps uh, that that opening that I bit on from getting stale or, or, you know, hard. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. Keep it fresh, man. Yeah, keep your stuff Damn. fresh. That's hey, why. Cor- that's why I'm particular about how you open bags and packaging of different food items. Hey, according to Trump, America was great. We didn't even have king size back then. I think king size uh, sets us back sometimes. So I think it's better it, for us. It sets us back. We were better when we had one regular size candy bar, as Pedro would say, one regular candy bar. 
What is a queen size or a dictator size bar or a, a dictator bar. size bar will be an empty wrapper because no one gets one but them. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Well, uh, Pedro, how do you feel about the Snickers switching it up to two smaller bars? I didn't know they did. I can't, I can't uh, complain about it because my ass diabetic, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> that switch been on for years. I've been diabetic since I was 21. Or wait, no, 23. And you act like you ain't ate the wrong thing since 23, man. I've been with I haven't had a king size. Anything that says king size on it, I usually, I think I either share it and I think I remember what the Butterfinger being split, right? Why would you eat a Butterfinger out of all things? Man, Butterfinger. I grew up on Clark Bars. You probably eat a a 1,000 grand too, one of the worst bars ever. When I was a kid, I used to like the caramel filling and the crunch, but... So, so but let me see what else horrible you like. Did you like uh, Almond Joy or Mounds? Yeah, I like, I like both of them. Oh, my God, Pedro. What the hell's wrong with you, dude? I like coconut because I'm from Jamaica, near the beach. So you like the Hostess Snow Cones when they were pink? No. Why not? They were, they were full of coconut. Mm, what about uh, Rolos? I think I like roasted coconut. Rolos was shit, just straight up disgusting, man. The I best thing like about Rolos was the packaging it came in. Yeah. They should like sharing those with bitches. <laughs> and we are here with. Oh, yeah. I didn't do my introduction, huh? Yeah, I'm a truck driver. My name is Captain Pete Funk. And I'm coming at you like this lazy weekend I had. I played nothing but Jedi, brought to you by Jedi Survivor, EA. And Lucas Hart. Sponsor the show, damn it. Yeah, shout out sponsorship to EA yeah. and Lucas Hart. Oh, I want to give a shout out to also to uh Lucas Arts and uh EA for uh, allowing different type of characters. They got a black lady that plays like this old Jedi. There's two black ladies actually. So I think that was cool. And they got a um the main character is uh you can probably consider him on the lighter side of uh, of the man, you know he's uh, what do you what do you call it? That's uh, that that I'll be pro- politically correct. Uh, he's gay. I am delivered. The main character that you're you're chasing is a gay guy. It's, it, so I thought I thought it was cool that being now they did it tastefully. So it it's it's done right it's not is, a, is this a subtle way of them indirectly vilifying the lgbtq i don't think community? i don't think so i'm just thinking it's giving it's showing more range that gay person can be a villain gay person can be progressive gay person can be um conservative and it's cool because they, they actually show a gay person being quite villainous so y'all y'all getting y'all part man and the world's changing get with it Okay, Cornell West. What about the good old days where you had a straight, hetero, abusive man as the villain? <laughs> no, everybody can be a villain. Y'all want your equal rights, so everybody gets to be a villain. All right. Well, uh, here's your sound by Pedro. Yeah, I can say good morning to everyone. Good morning, niggas. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Damn. That's an old. That's an old video, ain't it? Yeah, it's an old video, but it's a classic. That's a yeah, it's a classic. It's a classic one. That is a classic one. I've never seen it, but um, that's gonna be me. Uh, <laughs> Ten more years. Uh, <laughs> and my name is Jared, aka DJ Art, 
with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just jart. Here's my sound bite. In honor of Juneteenth. They look tough. Ooh, I'm so scared. You know what they might do? One of them might dribble with his left hand all the way down the lane and then go up for a left-handed layup. And you know what's going to happen then? Your black ass is going to swap that shit, jump over his cracker ass, and dunk in his goddamn face. How many fucking times do I have to tell you? You're black. They're white. This ain't hockey. Guys, I think what Coach is trying to say is that the key word is teamwork. No, the key word is you're black, they're white. So, Coach, what you're saying is if we just walk with the Lord. The Lord, nigga, the Lord done did his part already. He made you black. He made them white. He gave you a foot and a half dick. Dribble with that motherfucker. <laughs> What was that for? It was, I've seen it a long time ago. It's always hilarious, but I have no idea what it's for. Was that on Chris Rock show, or it, it seemed like they saw the skit? No, Chris Rock show was off the air by the time Terrence Howard was looking like that. Coach Jackson segment in Victory's Glory, uh, twenty thirteen. Told you, dude. Pedro think that was Terrence Howard back in the what day? What movie you said? Ninety? No, nineties. Yeah, he thought it was the nineties. Yeah, late nineties though. Movie forty three. Oh, that was that. Yeah, that was that stupid ass movie. That was that spoof. This is way after he did Four Brothers in 05. All right. Well, uh, it is Juneteenth. Or when this show episode comes out, it will be Juneteenth. So happy Juneteenth, everybody. Wait, wait. What day is your Juneteenth? Oh, Juneteenth. Well, we get Monday. The 16th. Juneteenth. We get we got the 19th off. Thank effing God. I, you know, Jared, I'm normally one of those people that don't even care about holidays, right? Like, the only one I care about is give me my, t- my spring break and my two weeks for, whatchamacallit, and my Thanksgiving. I'm good after that. The rest of them just come. I, I get surprised by them. I'm like, oh, President's Day, four days. That's nice. Right now, I'm begging for them. <laughs> Anyways, it is Juneteenth, so uh, I guess my question is, how are you going to be spending your Juneteenth? Uh, Juneteenth is on Monday, Jared. The show is gonna be out before, I guess. I guess people can listen to it while celebrating Juneteenth. Is what you're saying? Yeah, we trying to let people celebrate. Are you sure we got that Monday off? Yeah, man, we got Monday Juneteenth off, bro. Man, ain't nobody told me, man. I think you lying to me. I think you lying just like how we got Juneteenth. Are you lying to me, <laughs> telling me I'm gonna be free? You over here telling me I'll be free? I'm trying to be happier than the runaway slave, the the non runaway slaves that were in Texas back then. Mm-hmm. Too damn ignorant to read to read the newspaper and realize they're free. Eric, Eric gonna show up to work on Monday. I'm about to go save him from standing on uh, at the school by himself with nobody there. I'm gonna like, be standing there hey, for nigga, at least two hours. He's free now. Uh, you have to yell that too. If you just tell me ain't no school, I'm gonna still stay there. Eric, but no, Massa, Massa might come by anytime, and all mm. of Massa's children might show up and need somebody to take care of them. I'll be wearing a walkie-talkie, just walking up and down all the stairs. I'm gonna need you to come by and say you's free. Hey, so did the Juneteenth spread to Mississippi too? No, no, no. What do you mean spread? It's celebrated everywhere. What do, you, what do you mean by spread, Pedro? Let me ask that first. Because I, I think there's still slaves in Mississippi. <laughs> come on. No, Juneteenth ain't reached. Yeah, Juneteenth ain't reached Mississippi yet, nigga. I don't think they know. Massa don't want us to have the good water. He said the black water is just fine for now. 
Yeah. Blackwater macho, macho skin. Massa said his nephew, uh, Mr. Favre, can do whatever he want. <laughs> he <laughs> said he said there was uh, setting aside our retirement funds, but he needed them for a, a topical <laughs> ointment to help with joint pain uh, venture he was investing in. Exactly. No, it's a concussion cream. This motherfucker yeah, was, was trying to <laughs> was trying to be a spokesperson for a concussion cream. Did y'all know that about Brett Favre? He didn't prep concussion protocol. You know, concussion cream. He has some oh, topical cream, cream. that's supposed to cure concussions. This nigga's over here. It's oh, about, yeah. probably it's, old it's bottles not... of Robitussin. That's all we had when I was a kid, Robitussin. No matter what you got, Robitussin better handle it. Daddy, I got asthma, Robitussin. I got cancer, Robitussin. I broke my leg, daddy pouring Robitussin on it. Yeah, boy, let that Tussin get in there, boy. Let me tell you this. If Brett Favre never had football, he'd probably be one of those guys. And let's say he would be traveling in one of those uh, like horse and buggies and would sell something, some kind of concoction to heal something and then close up after selling them and go to the next town so they won't catch him. Oh, yeah. He over here. He's snake oil salesman. Snake oil. He wouldn't even sell snake oil. He'll sell cheap version of that. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, this ain't snake oil. This is snake water. <laughs> this is snake water. It's, it's 10 times better than snake oil. <laughs> It's like the snake could have a swim in it or we bathe the snake in it and then we bottle that water because it has uh, uh, essential nutrients from the snake's uh, slithery scales, uh, which uh, give you a hard on for three hours. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's a dick lengthening uh, uh, cure-all ointment. <laughs> All right. Here it says Brett Favre under scrutiny for role in funding concussion cream. What year was that? This was last year. This is also part of the issue when the whole uh, welfare scandal was going down, too. They're like, he's been, he's just been trying to get money out of any and everybody for anything. A little-known cream touted by Hall of Fame quarterback Brett Favre has the attention of federal and state investigators as part of a wide-ranging probe into millions of misspent welfare funds in Mississippi. Favre pushed the cream and spearheaded funding efforts of pre-VPRO, even touting it as Super Bowl LIV on Fox News in February 2020. Pervacus is a company that is going to treat concussions. But we also have a pregame cream, Pre-V Pro, which is available now, Favre said in the interview. You apply it on the neck, it's a cream. A concussion is an inflammation of the brain, which is bad, okay? You know it's a bad. It adds some relief for six hours. It's pretty neat. This motherfucker, this motherfucker was selling Bengay or Icy Hot. He wasn't even selling that. It wasn't even, it wasn't even good. I mean, you better off putting Icy Hot and Bengay on yourself trying to heal a concussion. Prevacus is the company behind a, a novel inhalable concussion treatment. <laughs> and it received about $2.2 in federal welfare, uh, welfare funds. Wait a minute. Just get welfare funds for everything. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. They, they just so got... They got smelling I, salts out here, just like so to aerosol. I, I yeah, I kind of skipped on that because I wasn't paying attention really. So he took the the money that they were supposed to be building the school for. I mean, I'm sorry, the money that he took from poor black people that he was supposed to be helping his daughter out with his daughter's school. No, no, the, the, he, he yeah, he used funding for several things, Pedro. And he's trying to sue. We have the nerve to try to sue Pac McAfee and Shannon Sharp. Is it documented? Is this well documented? Uh, there's there's a lot of people digging and finding evidence of it. They just haven't. <laughs> he's got to go to court. <laughs> got to go to court now. Yeah. 
What a <laughs> nigger. With the hard ER. God damn it. He's one oh, of those. God, come on, Brett Favre. You, you, you're showing dick pics while your wife is sick with cancer. You got to be the one of the worst human beings ever, man. He's pretty bad. He's up there. And you threw a lot of interceptions in the playoffs. Yeah. And yeah. they call you the gunslinger. Well, shout out to Brett Favre. Sponsorship. You seem to have money laying around. Uh, help us out. Join our Patreon page. In honor of Juneteenth and the importance of people being freed and, you know, actually turning into citizens, uh, Dr. Umar Johnson has a reality check for us. Let me see what Dr. Umar has to say. Facts. <laughs> At the end of the day, if voting could change anything, voting would be illegal. Democracy is a scam. Democracy is a system created by those in power to make poor people think you can radically transform your reality without violence and revolution. That's all democracy. That's why America says we gotta make the world safe for democracy. Why you gotta make the world safe for democracy? Because if most of the people in the world woke up, they would understand a violent ain't gonna change shit. Mm -hmm. Bullets do. <laughs> show me a revolution queen Fact. that's ever changed anything without show me a change that's ever come through Fact. elections Fact. and not revolution Fact. did the Chinese revolution come through elections no did the Russian revolution come through elections no did the Cuban revolution come through elections no did the American revolution come through elections no did the African re there has never been a revolution in human history where people was able to change their conditions by voting for somebody. So you're saying voting doesn't count? At all, to me. I'm not going to say at all. So if we didn't vote, vote at all? You will get the same thing you get now, nothing. <laughs> but here's the thing. No, stay with me, though. Stay with me, because I want to be clear. But wouldn't we give them an excessive amount of power? They already have it, because nobody takes the black vote serious, because the black vote isn't connected to any contingencies. We don't demand anything for our vote. Facts. All right. Facts. Oh. What do you guys think about Umar Johnson, Dr. Umar Johnson's message uh, to us on Juneteenth? I mean, this one's better than his other messages. I'm not exactly agreeing with a hundred percent or even 50. I don't know. I'm not going to think of it that way, but compared to the other silly shit he says most of the time, this one was decent. At least it was a decent subject and had some, a little bit of thought behind it. Elaborate Aaron. I mean, no, I don't agree with him that, that you get nothing. Even he said at the end, he doesn't say you get nothing from voting. Do I believe like, yes, bloodshed. I believe there's been a lot of movements that led to nothing. Revolutions do tend to lead to something, but revolutionary are hard to come by. Can somebody help me out before we continue? What's the, what was the African revolution he was talking about? That's what I was going to get at. Ain't no, ain't no damn, well, no, ain't no damn African nah, revolution. It wasn't one. That's why he stopped. Yeah, I know. He stayed paused. He realized he, he messed Africans up. Are not uh, smart I think enough. Dr. J.D. Manning has a note on that African revolution. You can't even hold on to Harlem. Exactly. Here we go. <laughs> so, and so, yeah, like, like the only reason I'm trying to give him a chance, Pedro, is because this isn't as stupid as the other stuff he say. And it's conspiracy. This one isn't conspiracy Latin. This is his no, opinion. This, that's why I'm kind of like. This is fine. I'm all right with this one because it's an opinion. Uh, the thing that that I'm always worried about, he always has two young brothers around him that just ooze confidence and ignorance. That goes with everything. Every anywhere you go, to anybody, this can be a Republican up there spewing, and there's always two young 
Republic is. Oh, I know, but I'm saying he has people on his show. Yeah, yeah. No, but um, what I'm saying, um, this is I am kind of 50-50 with Dr. Umar. Um, some of the lashes I like, some of them I didn't. You got to motivate through this world with common sense. Does voting work? No, we're all broke now because y'all voted for Joe Biden. <laughs> Everybody's broke. I'm going to say, I'm going to do it again. We're all broke now because we all voted for President Trump. A lot of the people voted for President Trump and they don't realize they broke started with Trump. Well, they just ignore that part of it. Yeah, they just ignore the part of it. You're broke. You're broke. Started with Trump not protecting the country under uh, infectious disease. Everybody got to talk about, oh man, we had it so good. We had the. We had all this money. We got all the PPP loans and, and we got stimulus. Oh, everything was going good. I bought a, I bought a house for $300,000, for $400,000 worth, $402,000 now. And I can't afford to pay the mortgage. The voting does not work. He's right. Uh, when you vote for people, when you vote for politicians, the politicians are in it for the power, mm-hmm. the, the power and keeping their power. That's what you're voting for for white folks to keep their power. You know, the the real issue to me is I can agree to the sentiment that voting in the big scope of things is not going to change things immediately and drastically. But in the historical sense, and if we are to have any gratefulness towards our ancestors that had to live through the Juneteenth mm-hmm. or had to live through any of the other directed uh, forms of violent and oppressive white supremacy or uh, capitalistic supremacy on them, if we have any appreciation for that, we will use our vote. People died for that. People lost their lives for that. People who were at the time pushing to make sure that we had a better future understood that that was a fundamental right that was written into the, the, the goddamn framework of our country for a reason. So yes, is the vote meant for us? Not necessarily, but a lot of times when people get caught up on this vote thing, they're caught up on the big picture thing. It's motherfuckers that want to look at the yeah. big picture, but then can't look at the small scope things yeah, or want or, or can't get out of the goddamn small scope things and do some ignorant shit um, <laughs> and, and instead of looking at the big picture where they are in their life or whatever. Like, and, and that goes for a lot of people. Like they can't, they can't, they, they, they only focus on the big picture when it comes to certain things that they want to say, there's no point in doing it. But then they can't focus on the big picture when it's important for their own movement. And I say that in the fact that like, the importance of your local community voting is so much more valuable than people realize. And I'm I'm not somebody that can, you know, uh, tell somebody they need to do a better job with that. I'm not good at it. Are we taught to be, you know, more in, involved in our local politics? Are we given the information and the access to understand how you can and what you can do within your local governments, how you can affect change within your local community based upon being active and voting in your local governments? No, because it's always looked at the presidents and then the second tier is like your senators and stuff like that. But like when you think about it, it's like, no, like you want to make sure that your your district represents you. What the hell is that? You want to make sure your district represents you. Don't allow them to change the redistrict things and change the voting lines so they can, you know, saying concentrate votes in certain places and manipulate that, you know, saying or get representatives that represent you and your community in in your district or wherever you are in your municipality get people in place so that they will have your vision they will have your interests to bring to the table and bring to the to to the forefront of the issues uh, that are being voted on 
that give your schools funding, that take care of your roads, that pay for programs for your kids in your communities. But you, you know do realize some of this money is tied up in the federal government. Yes, but the federal government will say, hey, well, what do you need? And who's going to speak up for you if you have nobody there to speak for you on those panels, on those city councils? Well, you'll, you'll, have, the, you'll have the homing the housing authority in Southern California speak up for you. We got we to gotta, we gotta, we gotta import motherfuckers with like the ACLU and the NAACP. No, no, no. Like, no, like you that. didn't hear me. You, didn't, you, didn't, you, didn't, you should have brought up that, that article when them fools down in Southern California was giving themselves salaries of three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000 instead of finding people homes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. Oh, Taco Pablo is here. Brandon. Just, just time to hear Jared talk about politics. Hey, man, we getting into it a little bit. It's, Brandon, it is Juneteenth. And uh, I know uh, y'all are going to do a big out there. How are you spending or celebrating your Juneteenth? Uh, so Juneteenth is actually my wife's birthday. Oh, and it's, and it's also Father's Day that weekend. Uh, so that means ain't shit going on for me. So <laughs> your wife is a woke one. She's her birthday's on Juneteenth. So you know what I'm saying? Like it was meant to be, Brandon. No, man, well, this means we shot black all year. Um, there's a few events that are happening. There's uh, lyrics by the lake I just found out about. Uh, it's like a you know. They got vendors. There's artists that perform. It's open mic. I'm willing to bet, Brandon, they are more talented than uh, Tourette's Without Regrets. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to bet, so, bet as well. You got to go to it, Brandon. You got to answer that for me. <laughs> that, I know. They, that, that, that they practiced in the last two, two months. They practice. They have skill. They might not be high level, but they at least consider talented. <laughs> they take this shit serious. Right. Well, Brandon, here's your soundbite. Well, you only start the show yet. God. We did, we did, but we're gonna get you an intro. Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Brandon, aka Taco Pablo. BP. Uh, stopping into the High Score 510 podcast. See what's going on. Seeing a lot of things have not changed. They were an hour to record. We still ain't really started the show. Oh yeah, no, we're getting into Juneteenth and Dr. Umar Johnson. Yeah, we we've already been we've already discussing Dr. Umar Johnson and everything. Shout out, so. shout, shout out to him. Somebody said he's the most consistent person on the internet. I believe it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad people try to stay positive in this life. No, well, everybody got some weird story that pops up about them. I like that sort of gotcha moment when they caught them doing something that was out of early character. Goes get something they said. No, he's been very consistent. Only thing I don't agree with Dr. Umar Johnson is his view on white woman. Yeah, I, I love that. white woman. <laughs> Dr. Umar is not, he doesn't like white woman. White woman give you peace, joy, happiness, understand. What happened to you? He had sex with a white girl, that's what. Oh, was it everything oh, I dreamed of? She had it? pink nipples then. Big ones. Yeah, big ones. Coffee matched the drink. Excuse me. <laughs> And they'll give you some irregular. They'll give you some of that irregular. No personal experience. Uh, you know I'm married. Personal experience. All right. Well, Brandon, here's your soundbite. Would you rather watch a tree grow or a knee grow? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this, is why, this is why Internet's all fucked up right now. We're going yeah, to trick an old man to say <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced the internet's not a real place. Cornell West has entered the 2024 presidential race. 
running as a candidate for the People's Party. Shout out sponsorship. Here was his announcement of running for president. In these bleak times, I have decided to run for truth and justice, which takes the form of running for president of the United States as a candidate for the People's Party. I enter in the quest for truth. I enter in the quest for justice. And the presidency is just one vehicle to pursue that truth and justice, what I've been trying to do all of my life. I come from a tradition where I care about you. I care about the quality of your life. I care about whether you have access to a job with a living wage, decent housing, women having control over their bodies, health care for all, the escalating, the destruction of the planet, the destruction of American democracy. Democracy creates disruption. It creates an eruption. It creates an interruption. Wide from below, the energies of everyday people is manifest. And I know there are precious people in your life who you care for. That's why it's important for you to be involved, important for you to participate. We're not talking about hating anybody. We're talking about loving. We're talking about affirming. We're talking about empowering those who have been pushed to the margins because neither political party wants to tell the truth about Wall Street, about Ukraine, about the Pentagon, about big tech. Neo-fascists like Brother Trump or milquetoast neoliberals like Brother Biden. Wow, I'm so happy to make a world-shaking decision. You know what I mean? Well, I know gangsters when I see them. <laughs> and gangsters is not a subjective expression. It's an objective condition. Do we have what it takes? We shall see. But some of us are going to go down fighting, go down swinging with style and a smile, accenting the best in you and trying to tease out the best in me. Let's do it together. All right. What do you guys think about Fornell West and his Gumline's Widow Peak announcing they're running for the presidency? No, that was a good instrumental, man. I, I was, <laughs> I was I'll vote for him over Bernie Sanders, old ass. He, he does need to get lined up if he's going to be talking, and, talking to America. But it's double-edged sword, right? And you can't look too clean. Because then they think you hide something. But uh, no, man, I think he's, I think he's got a good shot of getting a couple votes, man. I don't. He's yeah, got that the Umar Johnson's vote. <laughs> the main thing of Cordell West, he's like he has he has a way of when he starts talking about serious things to go into this like real like almost creepy voice, you know? He's like when he talk about women's bodies, got <laughs> gynecological <laughs> events. Like he needs to stop doing that. <laughs> easy find a way to talk about serious things without doing that making that voice that's how i make love to a woman i'll be like let me see you let me make a gun account on top of you hey, oh lord yeah no i 
I'm excited that that he's put throwing his hat in, but there is some pushback, and people are uh, upset that he's going to be taking votes from the Dems, and he's going to make it uh, tougher for the Dems to push their uh, milk toast I mean, agenda. I mean, is he really going to take enough votes to like win? Like, what state is he going to win all the electoral votes? You can't even hold on to Harlem. <laughs> exactly. But that's all he get all his electoral electoral votes from Harlem. That's it. Nowhere else. Maybe LA some maybe LA County. Those two counties, that's it. Damn. But like Cornell West is one of those guys that make me wish like politics was more like the WWE because like he could be the Intercontinental Champion. Like I'd be cool <laughs> if he's he's like Booker T. He's the Booker T. He's like like I don't think he should be in charge in charge. Can you dig it? But he should be in charge of something. I'd be good but at that. The Rock and Stone Cold are always gonna be above you, so you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a little more polished. You know, it's funny. I was thinking that during his little uh, announcement speech, and I was like, "Why do you have to go for president? I mean, you're very—he's very intelligent, highly knowledgeable, very grounded. I'm like, is there something as that he can do to really make some change. Well, right? I think a lot, a lot of people uh, on both sides, uh, Republican and Democratic, what they'll do is they'll throw their hat in. Like the Republicans have had several people throwing their hats in over the last couple of weeks. Even Mike, Mike Pence, Tim Scott, even Chris Christie. First things first. Where's your shit at? I've got a turtle head poking out. I'm not kidding. I got a crap on deck that could choke a donkey. But a lot of them are going to throw their hat in, and then as they bow out and they kind of negotiate, oh, bring me on your cabinet. My, I have constituents that have these concerns. They might be si similar, um, but a little bit different. And uh, you know, that's how you you know build out you know potential opportunities to get into a cabinet. So you throw your hat in, and then you kind of negotiate your stepping down out of the race to you know for a spot but on gotta, but you gotta get, that person's you gotta get potential votes cabinet, for that, right? So like last election cycle, right? Like they had Klobuchar, they had Buttigieg. They parlay that, right? But people like uh, Tulsi Gabbard, X out, right? Because she didn't get enough votes. Yeah, <laughs> right. So people <laughs> who get knocked out early don't get none of that stuff. Uh, but you got to like, you got to get votes, and so you got to think about where, like where is Cornell West going to get votes? Is it going to be uh, the Northeast? Some of our Northeast Democrats. And you got to get votes. Country. You got to get votes that the person that you're running gets wasn't going to get. So then you're giving them that vote. Like like Brandon said, you know, the Northeast Corridor, right? The New England states, like, you know, it's Biden country. Like, and that's where Cornell West kind of hangs. It's like he's not gonna bring in more votes to that. Mm -hmm. like if Cornell West was like loved in Indiana and Ohio, then yeah, okay. Can't just buy out and give me no votes. I would like mm -hmm. to see, yeah, I'd like to see uh going forward what he can gain and what he can pick up. Because actually, Cornel West is the ideal guy that everyone should vote for. Never mind all the funny hair and the gap teeth and his nigga look, his super science nigga look. Nigga here now. Never mind all that. All the ideas and everything is right. That's how we need to move forward. You're not going to move forward in this country with all these same old, same old. He kind of dresses like a pastor at like an old Western funeral. Yeah. So ignore all that. His his idea is right. Maybe we probably just need to put a new face on it. Kind of wish John Stewart were on. Maybe Matthew McConaughey will run. All right. <laughs> Maybe Gail King will run. <laughs> hey, can we get Angela Yee to run? 
<laughs> She'll get anybody at midday. They they might. It's like everyone's gay every once in a while. When you wrote "I Love the Pussy," was you thinking of dangling your dice on Lance's forehead? No, nah, hell no. Nah. What? Come on, look. Man, everyone's gay once in a while. <laughs> Not a tank. She turned yeah. that on him. I, I realized that after watching those videos last week, Aaron. I told you she turned it on him. Like, <laughs> never said he was gay. It was her. I'm not gay no more. Anyways, um, well, I am kind of excited, though, uh, to see Thank you, him. Gato. Sorry. <laughs> I'm excited to see Cornell West put his name out there and see what he can stir up. Because I think that, honestly, like, as Dr. Mar Johnson was saying, like, there isn't, there isn't enough revolutionary or you know saying hardline uh you know saying options or or viewpoints being brought to the the line for those people who as cornell west said have been pushed you know to the margins and if he's somebody who's intelligent and can understand these things and he don't you know basically start doing whatever they're asking him to say and he actually speaks on some shit i think it'd be pretty interesting and and he'll at least bring up some things that bernie sanders was able to bring up in the last couple of presidential election runs where it's like you're you're getting that into the the common the common political space as as things that people want or people uh, are looking for to be as part of the representation so we'll see what he can do with that and uh other news marjorie taylor green here we go had some news as to. Okay, let's talk about sports. <laughs> let's see, always somehow fine. She always says, "Jerry, you giving her exactly what she wants." Jared, there's Once a show you guys for this. talking about her. Oh, You're know, right. The show. The show is called Social Society. <laughs> it's another bad name. <laughs> it's yeah, I'm, I'm making up names now. It's called. Um, I'm gonna do this every week so I can get Pedro to give me a new made up name. It's called. It's called, it's called New Weekend Update. <laughs> this is gonna steal the name. In sports news. Uh huh. In uh -huh. sports, Zion Williamson uh, was put on blast by a side piece and porn star. What's her name again? Mariah Mills. I'm like, what's wrong with you, Jared, man? You, know, uh, I couldn't you, find might, need, you might need to sleep, dude. Mariah Mills for getting his other side piece pregnant. She went on quite the 36-hour-long Twitter rant, <laughs> exposing all types of shit. I guess my question is... Uh, what's your question? Because I think I got an answer to it already. Is there honor or a code that must be adhered to as a side piece. I'll start with this to answer your question, Jared. The question is, yes, the Zion Williamson stuff has been more entertaining than NBA Finals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. He knew what he was talking about. He said, man, I don't feel like I, I'm not going to go back out there until I feel like the real Zion. I don't feel like myself right now. And so she was working. She was apparently she was helping work that working through it, but get, get his confidence back. Helping get his confidence <laughs> like, back, yeah. help him lose weight, she said. That's sad when the porn star is doing a, a porn star keeping you more in shape than your damn team and you, yourself. That's bad. A I don't know. B-rated porn star at that. Was she keeping him in shape or taking all his uh, all his will to <laughs> want to work hard? <laughs> his testosterone. He yeah. from the South, man. He That will's always there. <laughs> yeah, to keep fucking his. But go do a two-hour intensive workout and rehab? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a shame that I I don't know how we raise these kids without the internet, man. It's you're gonna get raised with the internet. 
You're going to get raised with irregular sex. You're going to get raised by strippers. You're going to get raised by porn stars and Instagram models. I don't, I really don't see any help for the youth when it comes to this. When they, you know, when you have a professional athlete, everybody's coming at you. So back in the days, you know, people used to have hookers, strippers, hanger outers, used to hang out in the arenas, you know. It's like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna have sex with Magic Johnson. They'd be over there, it's point eight. Hey, Magic got my girl here. Can you do both of us today? Magic be like, hey, fine, come on, let's have some regular sex. <laughs> I like the setup. Now you've imagined how this goes for Magic Johnson. You see, hey, he said it. But look, man, now we got this phone in our hand 24 hours a day. We don't have to go seek it, it's right here. So when they see all the porn stars and they see their Instagram models, it's potential side pieces. It's like a cornucopia of potential side yeah, pieces. Yeah, it's, it's like right, the Amazon, Amazon right Prime. 24-7. Guys, athletes were growing up, they used to have to go out to get them. Now it's 24-7 where they should be, you know, working on, working on the craft of the game. They should be getting in shape. They should be at the gym. But no, I wasn't even distracted by this. I'd sometimes I'd be at the gym. I'd be talking to all my side pieces at the gym. I'm fine. I can't get my workout in. And I'm married. You can you can you see what a distraction it is. This is young single man, basketball star. So his DMs are full. They get all these hoes available right there, and then they don't know how to act. I, I think you got the big gist of it, but you're missing the one. A part of the reason is because I forgot who it was. I can't remember recently. Someone like Udonis Haslam, right? Like he was good for a while, but then people kept around for his veteran leadership. And I remember someone asked him, like, oh, how, so how is it partying with these young cats now since he's still playing? I remember they asked Vince Carter that. Vince Carter and this other guy was like, oh, these young guys don't go out no more. He was like, they don't go out. Like we, He said, well, first of all, you got to remember this. They're coming into the league super young and early, right? Like Vince Carter came in after his junior year of college. He was, he was already 21. He was our age. He was 76, Pedro. Now they come in at 19, 19, 18 and a half, 19 years old when they get drafted. So they got two years that they, and here's the thing, and like Brandon can confirm this too, and you too, Jerry, when you're in college and you're in these college towns, there are bars, they're still going out. While you're under 21, you're still going out, right? And these guys aren't around long enough. Because like I said before, when a player, when a player announced he's even for the draft, he's no longer going to school. Basketball season ends in, in March. He gets knocked out tournament. He's no longer in school. He probably wasn't in school before that because he really didn't have to because he knew he was going already, right? So he stopped going. He probably stopped going to classes. So these guys aren't hanging around and not having the college experience where they're going out with their team and they're going out and they're doing things like that. That's the reason they're on Instagram and DMs all the time. They basically, this is their main bread and butter, Pedro. They're too young to go out. Some of them are under 21. So this is the habits that they learned and they stay in. You no, know, that's what I said. That's what I was saying. But I don't understand. How, how do we break this cycle, though? Because these kids need to break this cycle when they're getting the holes pregnant. If they're going to get somebody pregnant, they need to get their friend or somebody they grew up with pregnant. Not these holes, these strangers. It's a runaway freight train. Internet yeah. is a runaway freight train. You ain't stopping it. And you can't yeah. compare it to, to when we grew up, Pedro. Pedro, we grew up during the AIDS epidemic. So, I mean, we, we were, I mean, it was thrown in our face how much we wear condoms. Yeah, condoms, condoms. They were passing them out everywhere. It was, but it was still stigmatized. But it was like, 
Dude, I'm just being afraid. Like, man, we got to take comments everywhere we go. You're right, Aaron. We, I got the answer to this. We need to come up with a new and infectious disease. I don't know, man. Today, HPV was going through the millennials, and they still didn't stop and start wearing condoms. No, no, no. We need no. We need a new disease, like a like a. We need a new disease. They gave yeah, us monkeypox last year. We got monkeypox. <laughs> no, we need a new sexually transmitted disease to keep these kids off. Think about that, though. Think about the athletes during that time. Like once the we were in the, we're in the midst of the AIDS epidemic, you know, eighties and nineties, right? Early nineties. All of a sudden, it's fucking nineteen ninety one. I mean, 1992, boom. We're about ready to start the basketball season, Lakers in camp. And then we get the Magic Johnson makes his announcement. They said, no, my basketball coach got us all. I'm in 10th grade. We're all sitting down on the fucking bleachers. He found out at school, you know, was going around school. This is without internet, right? It got out that fast, especially because we're in LA. Next thing I know, coach got us all sitting on the bleachers. We didn't practice a lick that day. We dressed and we talked the whole day about safe sex, about this and that, about choices, about being scared. I mean, because I mean, I was scared. I remember one time I got cut by a piece of metal hanging off one of the lockers, and I was like, dude, I wonder if I have AIDS after that whole thing. Right? I mean, we were pretty ignorant back then when it first, you know, the epidemic. And so, but these kids don't have that now. They're going into it just raw. And the craziest thing about that is another side piece came out and sent a picture of him lying in bed and said, wait, you mean to tell me you flew me out there to see you, and then the next day you announced that you know, that you having a baby with this other woman? There's also no vets around to teach him. That's also another issue. McCollum can't teach him. McCollum's not there telling him, hey. No, because think about this, Pedro. Like these guys are really young. They're not going out. They're not hanging out. They're going home. What you about Kyle said? They go home and just play video games. I think what you got to look at is, yeah, the accessibility to it now. And Zion Williamson is 22 years old. The Mariah Mills is 32. So there is a consistent age gap. And for her to be shocked or hurt that that he's playing games, she a I damn didn't know fool. that. I didn't know that. She I, a damn fool to be surprised ooh. that this young man that got you oh know, Jesus all that money barely can drink is is if if women's is he can talk to a woman through that. DMs and. He got a blue check mark and they going, you know, he got the money and disposable income to be able to fly him out and the free time because he wasn't playing. Like, I think she's shocked because she thought she had him on the hook pretty well. I think she thought she was more in like Brittany Renner situation. Mm. Brittany Renner situation. God dang it. Hold on. Someone over here is celebrating Juneteenth early. Excuse me. Hey, Pops. Pops. Oh, sorry. I thought I had it on mute. Sorry about that. And so, yeah, I was thinking that's one reason she was so upset because she thought like Brittany Renner, if you look at the age gap, it was 30 to like 18 when she didn't start dating. Remember, yeah. she started dating him when he was at University of Kentucky, one of those uh, Calipari big, big recruits, right? Big time recruits. And she started showing up at all his games, wearing blue Kentucky blue gear and this and that, and then sank her hooks in and got married by the end of his first year, right? Mm-hmm. Or second year, during the second year, he got married. And then get pregnant, have the baby, and then she's divorcing them. In other NBA news, sorry, Ben Simmons is back on the grind and looking up in looking in peak shape after pics of his workout mysteriously surfaced this week. This dude always has the most. He has the best pics from a workout, dude. According to his workout pics, and videos, he's the best. And videos. You know what? I when I saw the picture, I was like, he looks. Kind of like a, a perfect model for like you know Target 
has their generic sportswear <laughs> brand. <laughs> or like Mervin's had that too. They do look like it, dude. <laughs> Perfect generic model. Just a generic brand of shorts and, and sleeveless shirts. Yeah, but that's exactly what it is, dude. Target trainer. Uh, he also has some new leg tattoos. Um, I guess my question is, is Ben Simmons back? Jared, you how the hell you know about his leg tattoos? You be looking at niggas like that? Only the mulattoes. Only the mulattoes. You know, I um I pay attention to the details. I like to get a head to toe look at something and uh, understand it for all it is. It gives me little clues and hints about uh maybe a little bit more uh, that's beyond the surface. Yeah, he's got a glistening body. Just look at that. Just so so sweaty and just glistening. Also irregular. Well, uh, do you guys think that this is a good indication of Ben Simmons ready to get back to the court next season? <laughs> yeah, he's going to get right back to the court, miss 30, 40 games because of mental health. He's going to take seven shots and make two of them. Then he's going to blame it on mental health. Yep. He's going to play 38 minutes and take four shots. <laughs> he's, the, he's the second biggest dude and the most athletic he's one dude. on the court. Then he's probably going to get some stripper pregnant. And so I... Nah, nah, he don't oh, seem to no. be in the strippers. He seem he seemed to be a little higher in the strippers. He's not in the. Oh, he okay. seem so like he's gonna get some celebrity play. I don't know what we do with these young kids, man. I don't know what we do. Aaron said it best: give paid professionals, paid professionals. But yeah, Ben Simmons, all he's gonna do is sit. You know, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna work out. Everything's gonna look great in the beginning, and he's gonna break down mentally because he's he's not he doesn't have it upstairs. Guys need a long talk with a therapist. He's gonna be going down for an open lab. He's gonna be crikey, my back. <laughs> Over under wow. Ben Simmons, forty games this season. Man, that's a lot of games, man. Forty one and a half. <laughs> Should I lower it? That's half. That's half. Forty one and a half. Forty one and a half is a good number. Because that's either he plays. Yeah. Half. Well the, fun, well, the thing about Ben Simmons, nobody's passionate about him playing anymore, right? People were mad, were mad at him in Philly. But, like, nobody, like, like if if he played for, if he still played in Philly, like, there would be, like, at least three fans getting kicked out every game for cursing them out on the sideline. That's yeah. true. Like, <laughs> like, they don't seem to care in Brooklyn. Like, what, ben, what we don't realize is Ben Simmons was bailed out by COVID. <laughs> it's like, we're not going to question any excuses why you don't play, but COVID is officially over. <laughs> Well, oh, oh. Well, when did he? When did he do that? Not shoot. Was that during the? That the was during bubble? That was that was during the bubble. Yeah, yeah. And then and then he realized, man, shit, this stuff, this stuff is too hard. I got too much pressure. I'm mentally feeble. I'm just gonna say I'm always hurt. People ain't gonna question it no more. I'm gonna have some. <laughs> I'm gonna have that, some that, back that, surgery that, for no reason. The the layup was after the bubble because I remember people were in the crowd at seventy six. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. That was the year after the bubble. Yeah, 21, and then he missed he 22 and 23, pretty much. That dude, man. Like, he, he hasn't played since he skipped that layup. <laughs> he's like, anyway, he's the epitome. He's like, I don't care what you think about me. Everybody say they don't care what people think. Like, he really does not care because, like, because pride no. would make you get on the court. It just, no, like, no. Trash out. Brent, I think he cared because he talked, he brought it up in, he brought it up in the interview and then He's talking about how people are in the comments and making fun of him, and he's saying "fuck all that, fuck all that." I think he cares. I think mentally, he's he's got a mental problem. It, he literally has a mental problem. He can't see the ball going the hole at seven feet tall. 
No. See, but that doesn't stop him from showing up and collecting his check. Like he's not stupid. Like it's no, not he's not. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. He, he don't do anything to mess up that money. You're right, Brandon. I so like him for that. That's that's delivery. So if you're like, so if you're trying to get diagnosed for something, right? They say, is this affecting your personal life in a way to a level that affects relationships, personal life, your work? It is not affecting any of those things. <laughs> it's affecting him just shooting the ball. Like he wants to do just enough so he can get benched or sit out, and like he does have back issue, I guess. So he could just call that whenever he just wants to break. But, you know, that's why I say it's not a mental issue because it hasn't stopped him from going on the court. It's like he does, like he just doesn't shoot anymore. Uh, you know, I, I'm agree with what both of them said. You know, Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons. He did this to LSU when he didn't – he stopped playing. One, he didn't play him into the tournament, which told me something about him. I'm like, is this guy really good? I mean – he was in the SEC. It wasn't even like an up year. Like last year was an up year for the SEC. But that year that Ben Simmons was there for LSU was not an up year. And somehow he didn't get him to the tournament, not even close. They put him in, I think because of his supposedly star power, they put him into the NIT. And then he refused. He didn't, he didn't play. It was like, well, I'm headed to the draft, so I'm not going to play for the team. I'm quitting the team now. And that's like, what? Let me tell you, the NIT, I saw players ball. I got to see Lamar Odom. Now, he was on a very sauce-ass Rhode Island team. You expect a team like that to make the NIT. He was by himself. The year before, they made the Final Four with Cuts Mobley. But Ben Simmons and LSU, they should, that team was good enough to make the... Uh, but I was like, something wrong, wrong with this dude, right? Yeah, now he, he's always never had the that real heart. Aaron, maybe you should get more mad at uh, Australian uh, NBA players than uh, Canadian ones. Uh, Australian players? No, because some of them are hardcore. Like, man, you talking about black Australians? Yeah, black Australians. I don't know many black Australians. Patty Mills. Who? Patty I'm Mills. Patty Mills was hardcore, man. I can't Lose campaign. Patty Mills, Patty Mills played hard. <laughs> who, who was the other one? Lose campaign. And she he's was get, hardcore, too. She he's giving black, he's giving black Australians. Monkeys. He's giving black Australians a bad name. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, Liz campaign, too. She was calling, she was called the Nigerian team monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Something about them Australians. In other news, the PGA and Live Golf are merging. Along with some other motherfucking thing that's merging. I don't even know who the other one was. Uh, But yeah, after uh, an antitrust lawsuit and a contentious 2022 uh, Live Golf and the PGA will now be working in partnership. What do you guys think about that? Especially with the entire whole thing where the PGA was banning players if they went and played a live golf tournament event. What do you guys think about this merger? So I guess is Rory McIlroy going to retire after talking all that shit? <laughs> or is he going to take that money? Hey, you shout out to Trump for putting this deal together, selling them back. <laughs> <laughs> Selling his documents to the uh, uh, sheiks out there. Yeah, you, you, you got it done. Like, yeah, shit. We get these nuclear codes. We can put the PGA put the PGA together on this. Y'all get this big, big money. Yeah, I like all the human rights. All these dudes to hollering human rights and stuff. And right behind their back, they go merge. <laughs> you don't work with the Saudis. They're evil. They they hurt people. They're also a threat to our money, but that's not the problem. The problem is they're evil. <laughs> hey, man, let's work out a deal real quick so that we can make this good for everybody because I ain't trying to lose money from y'all. Y'all can make money with us. Let's do this. 
Would you say? Would you say? You're going to give me an oil well? Oh, you know, 9-11 was really Dick Cheney's fault. Good is an ancient Anglo-Saxon word. Go off, meaning the absence of color. I.e., it's all good, which it is. Well, I mean, some of these dudes are going to turn into Kaepernick, right? Some of them are going to be all that stuff like where people are questioning Kaepernick for wanting to play in the NFL, even though he thought the NFL was racist, right? So, like, all right, well, he's got to take that. That playbook is like, hey, there's nowhere else for me to really play at the highest level, right? So I think the PGA players, besides just being dumb for not taking the money, uh, it's got to take that. It's got to wear that. It's got to be a bunch of people they work with now that make a lot more money than them. Oh, they not in yet though. They not in yet, Brandon. Dude, the dude from uh, the live uh, CEOs in charge, man. They they're gonna work that shit out. Oh no, no, they 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 pan their way in, but it's still not in yet. They still got to reapply. Don't forget, the PGA still still isn't for profit just yet. No, right? you'd be like, hey, hey, they can reapply these nuts. That's what I would tell them. They still got to reapply for now. <laughs> and I mean, and 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 if you're Roy McIlroy and this and that, you can still you can make your deals now, right? I'm sure the PJ commissioner who made this deal without telling a single player and it caught everybody. The craziest part was when the players were all like who weren't part of the lift and were just like, what? They were finding out on Twitter and people calling them. And I feel sorry for them and not because they lost money. I mean, Tiger Woods. Okay. He lost almost a billion dollars, but he has a billion. Right? He's he'll be okay. He's not going to have all of a sudden a change in how his kids dress and what schools they attend. He's not. He's not going through that. I mean, yes, he, he might be. He might be able to afford a couple more divorces though. <laughs> if he's smart, he ain't getting married again. He get married, then he doesn't deserve a dime. If he's stupid enough to get married again. It was really the the the, the commissioner, the PGA, that kind of fucked him all over. He was the one that was giving out the whole, throwing out everything, the the national hood, the I got I got two families close to me that I lost during 9-11 in the towers, this and that, and you know, the Saudis, the blood money, which it was true. The blood money's still there and true. I mean, I'm not taking that away, but I mean, I think they can still make deals. Rory McElroy, Tiger, they can still make deals. I don't think it's over. I don't think their deal making is over yet. I don't think they're going to be asked out of money because let's face it. It wasn't the guy that's ranked 178. He wasn't being offered to come over to live. I mean, live needed PGA because they couldn't get a TV contract. They got, do you know where their TV games were getting played at, man? Golf on the C fucking W that's basically the WB of the nineties, dude. They shit was on the WB and they didn't even have a great TV contract. People aren't watching it. But the part you're missing is they don't care about the money. Like they, they, no, they no, they don't. That's why I said the money would still be there for the guys who didn't take it before. I think it's still there for them. I, I don't know if it's still there for them. I think I think we're in a wait I and see. I don't know why it's not there. I no, think everyone's about to get paid. That's why they don't. They, they, don't have, they, they don't have to give it to them. That's why it's not there. But, I th- but see, here's the thing with, with, with Liv. They're trying to buy an image. Let's face it. They're not out there for the sanctity of golf. That's the reason why they changed the shit to 54 holes and, and played music. Did you know, I mean, if you ever watched the shit, I turned to the shit um, the very few times it was on. They they had like music playing in the background. They weren't a traditional golf sense. And to be honest, people weren't watching it. It, it wasn't that watchable, even though they had like all the stars. People still weren't watching it. It started getting to the point where the CW was taking it off air live and rearranging and putting on like reruns of fucking one of those damn stupid ass vampire shows, right? I mean, even though they got the money, money don't buy everything. 
Money don't yeah, buy yeah. everything. It, it, it was, it, 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 it's, it's still buying things right now. They, right? they was, it was arguing with, they was arguing with the PJ last year, being like, we gonna, we want these players, and we're gonna have these players are gonna sign with us to play in these tournaments. We're gonna and offer them stuff they can't refuse. Well, no. Then the PJ was like, we're gonna freeze you out, and, and you can't play with us. And then, and then that was deemed uh, with the antitrust. Well, no, they're going stuff. through. They're still they're, going through the court. Yeah, but they ruled right? in favor. They ruled against only PGA. In, they only they, ruled against the PGA in like one, one. It was, it was like one or two golf. But the, but the PGA was getting ruled against, and now it's like, well, we're just gonna all sign up together. Live's got enough money to where they can be like, well, y'all could just join us and no. we can merge now because it's, it's beneficial to the PGA to not have to go through what they did last year and have to have stuff in litigation. It is, but it's beneficial for Live too because nobody was watching the shit, Jared. They oh, took yeah, all no, the no. cards and nobody was watching it. It's and I watch Golf Channel. I watch golf. Nigga, please. Nobody Aaron watches watching every shit. sport, yo. He watches the Ocho, I ESPN, the Ocho. I do. I, I watch. I watch my homegirl, the the homegirl from Stanford, who just declared professional. I watch her. I watch no, two rounds of her. Aaron, game. you watch specific people in golf. You don't. Watch and she balled golf. out. She balled out. <laughs> I watch golf. I see all golf. Okay. Now this one girl at Stanford was fine, and I made sure I she did wasn't not fine. She's that. not fine. She's not fine. Trust me on that. She's not fine. She's not ugly, but she's not fine. <laughs> But she can play. She won both the amateur titles the last two years at Stanford, and then she just declared pro, and she's the first person to win their like their pro debut in like fucking fifty years or some shit. It was crazy. Well, that's tight. The new Tigress Woods, and she is Asian, and so no. But what I'm saying is nobody was watching it. They needed it too because uh, while they can they can buy players, and they were buying they were buying their players back onto the Masters and all that, but they still didn't have the TV rights to those things. And then, like you said, it wasn't about the money for them. It's not about the money for Liv. Yes, they got endless amounts. It's not about the money. The problem is they weren't getting the viewers. They weren't getting the credibility. They needed the PGA. So don't look no, at it just one way. It went both ways. No, I'm looking look at both ways. They basically bought the PGA. Yes, they did. Right? They did. So they, they, did. Bought, oh, they, they bought the commissioners. commissioners. Now they own the competition. So it doesn't matter. Like They spent all that money. To live and put it on they the PGA. own the competition, and, what, they, and they got them in litigation. The PGA does not have enough money to fight. Yeah, they, they don't have enough money to, to do the litigation. So, the, so but, now but, they won. Let's face so it. Like so, so they need the PGA. They need their logo. They have all the players now. Like they won. The so, thing. but let's put it like this, Brandon. If they try to do golf like they did in Live, they won't be successful. That's the thing. You know why it's called Live, right? Live is not actually the name. Live is uh is the Roman numerals for 54. And because the whole thing's about you play holes. holes. You play 54 holes. You, they made it real easy. They were allowed to wear shorts at, when they weren't on you know, certain places where they weren't allowed to wear shorts. They were very pro player friendly, but the 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 sanctity of golf, that uh, how the play and the game has been played, they couldn't buy it. They couldn't buy fandom. You cannot you know, buy institutionalized racism. They bought, they bought people like progressives like Jared and Jared is in here living, but they couldn't buy the fans. No, but he had the players. They can't buy the fans, but they literally just bought the PGA. Which <laughs> just they just bought the PGA, but that, that's what that's I'm saying. That's a boss move. So this is the word. What is their golf going to look like? Is it going to look like <laughs> or is it going to look more like PGA? Because those are two different styles of oh, golf. I think, I think it's going to be like one of them people didn't. Hey, I think it's going to be a combination. If you get if you get the best golfers at different tournaments playing different styles, the other one is a team style game. Like I think it's going to be fine. Honestly, I think the PGA. You weren't to play. following it close enough for the golf I, though, Jared. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
I'm watching it from you watching LP. You watching a woman in college? That's not the PGA. I but watch anyway. men. Don't think I don't turn on the PGA. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Anyways, as I'm I was not saying, a big golf fan, but I do watch. Okay, but you got to let other people oh. give their perspective on something because it yeah, is but I'm different. Saying, don't just but come with the uh, oh, one-sided no, 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 perspective no, no, no. that didn't have the info. You got to let me. Uh, the you info coming is, real Skip Bayless out here. No, the info is is that like Brandon said, they bought their way into the table and then I they agree. bought the table. And then they I bought agree. the table from the people who owned the table and said that they oh, they were the only ones who said who could sit at the table. They got that shit True. bought up. So as I was saying last year, we were arguing about this. I said, it's a free market. These players have the right to go play where they want. PGA cannot put these new determining factors because they are threatened, which it really was. They were threatened. And they tried to turn it into some kind of cultural uh, war and some moral objective thing that they were trying to say is the reason I why. I agree. So, but the PGA so the, does have a right for no, no, the but, forces that they run. But that's how I'm looking at it from. That's the, like Your lens is looking at it from the logistics of how they can get TV money and monetize and get that image out there. Mine is looking not at it from the fact... I said it's not about uh, money. It's about people just uh, enjoying it. Mine is looking at it from the fact that I said from the get-go, if your country the PGA or whatever, if your country still do business in an international sense with the Saudis, you cannot then on a microcosm scope all of a sudden be trying to limit these players. It was just the commissioners. Stop blaming the whole PGA. It was the stupid-ass commissioners. One fucking person, okay? And just like by. the one person sold them out, too. And and look, I'm a person of high integrity. I like booty. So, look, I, I don't give a fuck about this. This don't really bother me at all. The money-wise, the Saudi, this and that. But with my integrity, I'm not going to sit here and act like the Saudi money. Yes, Saudi money is involved in everything. Guess what? I play, I own the Nintendo Switch. I play that shit more than I probably play my other game systems. Guess who owns a lot of shares in Nintendo? The Saudi, that same Saudi bank, right? They own money everywhere. But it's a difference when I'm spending money and when I'm taking money from somebody. When you're taking money, you lower the integrity. When you're spending your money, it's because of need or whatever or you want to or entertain it, right? And so, so the PGA doesn't have an integrity. What I'm saying is this. The, the, the commissioner has no integrity. I'm not going to say the whole PGA doesn't have integrity. It's the commissioner, right? Just when I thought the worst commissioner in all of pro sports, USA Pro Sports, was Adam Silver, this commissioner showed me Adam Silver's nowhere near this dude. And uh, so... Manfred? Manfred? Better than Manfred? This, this dude worse than Manfred, dude. And you know how much I don't like Manfred. This dude make Manfred look like Paul Taglivu, David Stern, roll into one. Because because he came out with that high horse. I agree with you. That high horse was bullshit. I didn't give a damn about the high horse and the way he was playing it. But I tell you this, after the shit was planned for a long time, live also, the Saudis realized we can't buy fucking people to like us. Not because of the high horse, not because of politics is because, look, the brand of golf that we tried to do isn't fucking working. We need the courses. They needed the courses. They need yeah. the brand. They need the brand. They, they needed said, the courses. They said, they we can't the buy brand. people to like they it, so we're going to buy the people that people like. guess what? They didn't have the Masters. They Happy Juneteenth, the everybody. They didn't have Pebble Beach. They no, they don't. They have the courses. No, the PGA and, had the legacy, and, and, and the PGA. It's not just legacy. I mean, it's just it's part of the game, man, it's right? The, it is. It's, that's the, that's the, the legacy of it. It's, it's the lore. It's like, no, it's because not, you, I know what you like mean by legacy. Your legacy as a word is loaded when you talk about the PGA. You know what you're talking about. Whenever you talk about PGA and legacy, you always go to the it's always a loaded word with you. How so? I rarely ever talk and, about you the know, PGA. PGA and like, legacy. Go back to our old video and listen to how much you used to talk about legacy. I've argued with this in our spare time enough about it to know that it's a loaded word. Uh, all I know <laughs> is that is that on Juneteenth, the week of Juneteenth, the PGA allowed themselves to be purchased back into some type of servitude. The so commissioner purchased it into servitude. But like I said, there's a lot of money to be made, man. 
Everyone's like, oh, Phil Mickelson. Man, fuck Phil Mickelson. Fuck Phil Mickelson. I would have said this 10 years ago. Fuck Phil Mickelson. Yeah. And that nigga owe me five dollars. Right. I, I hate him too. Stop he's saying, trying to be my out there over there. You the one sending me gifts and shit, taking up space on my phone that could be used for good videos, good Mariah Mills videos. You <laughs> over here sending me gifts and shit of Phil Nickerson face plastered over some white dude dancing. I don't need that shit, man. Fuck Phil Nickerson. Yes, he took the money. Yes, he looks like he's smiling. You know what? He's still a fucking dick. Your mother's dick is bigger than yours. I agree on that one. He's still a fucking dick. I won't let him in my house. I'll tell you, I don't care how much money he had. Trump, Mary Kill. Phil Mickelson. Bro. So I remember when this news story first broke, when people started going over, man, and Aaron was mad. Uh-huh. So we, we talked about Saudi blood money and how it was. Oh, it was, was blood money. I But I, I didn't care about the political part of it. I just cared about people admitting that it's blood money. Jared Jared turned into this whole political thing of of, of being a progressive. That's, and like, that's how. Oh, man. And that's when his loaded no, hold on, term hold on, of legacy. Uh, you can't miss it. You know, I will not be misrepresented. I said, and what I was getting at is that they're trying to make it this thing where it was a moral thing. And it's a moral decision for the players, not the PGA to make. The PGA tried to use that as their way. The commissioner of the PGA. I'm, But that's what they did, Aaron. So you can't keep saying one dude. It was one the dude commissioner. Whatever. But it doesn't matter. It was the PGA ran that. The PGA pushed that. That's the PGA, bro. That's what they represented. But that's the what they went is, for. You keep calling the PGA like it's the owners, like the NFL. I, I, I agree when it's the NFL because guess what? The, it's the an organization, right? The commissioner represents owners. It's an organization, just like the yeah, NFL is an organization. A just like the NFL, like the the NFL did no, not, not, did not support Colin Kaepernick. The NFL, and now you can say who pulled the strings. Well, we know we have a 32 The owners pulled panel. the strings. Yeah. The but PGA they is said still, one thing and they did the opposite. But hold on, Aaron. PGA no, you, is just a separate fucking Aaron, name. Aaron, sir. Aaron, it's the PGA. It's an organization that has some type of power and influence on the sport. And you already said how powerful and influential the PGA is because it's the name, it's the brand, it's the courses, it's everything. Courses. It has a mast. Okay, so when the name that is the courses, the courses what lived in half. It's still the organization. So when I speak on it, I can speak on it. Now you can tell me the individual who pulled the strings within there. I can tell you some of the individual owners who pulled the strings for how the NFL wanted to handle the racial justice thing in 2016. We can say that. It's the same thing. So don't say it's not the same thing when it's very similar. That's all I'm saying. And they try to use it as a moral thing. That's what the they NFL ran. Has that's what they use their media platforms. If we talk about media, that's what they but use their media platforms for. The LPGA oh, wow. is one person. Still organization. Powerful organization, organization. for the sport. Cutty Corner shoutouts. Cutty Corner shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts is the segment we end the show on where everyone gets a chance to rant, complain, or highlight something positive in the world. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. What broken people now? It's time. It's time. We're burning now. God, if you listen, help. So cold and bleeding now, now, now. Aaron, he's not back yet. Oh, there he is. I'm always back in time, Jared. I'm always back in time. Right. Pot on up. Aaron, do you have a cutty corner shout out? 
I do. This is a mix, positive and negative Cutty Corner shout out. I like to give a Cutty Corner shout out to me. And on a positive note, um, when I was looking, I was getting into soccer more, trying to follow it. The European team, I was like, I got to choose a team. I like English Premier League. It plays out here. So I don't know how many years ago it was, 10 or plus years ago, I decided on Man City. They already had kind of built up, so they were good. They won one title at that point. But I was like, dude, I wanted Manchester United. And then I was liking the city, like the demographics of it. They had black people in it, this and that. And I liked the team they had. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be, there it is. I watched for like a whole year before I decided, right? This is something that we could teach A's fans and Raiders fans, right? When you choose a new team, just watch it for a year. Enjoy it. Then choose, right? So I became a Man City fan. You know, they didn't win the title for the next couple of years. Then they won it. And then they they fired their coach. They brought in Pep. And it was like, because they wanted to win Champions League. It wasn't about the title no more. They had a couple of titles. They won at Champions League. So they bring in Pep Guardiola as a coach. And they're still winning the English Premier League titles, but not Champion League. And and they finally, they finally won it. I'm happy. I'm extremely happy. I've been waiting for this for years. They come close. They haven't won it. Not only they won it, they won it in a dominated fashion. They won their own league. They won the Federation Cup. They 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 did something that hadn't been done in like 20, almost 30 years in England. And that's the uh, it's called the treble. They won all three major trophies, the major European trophy, the major country trophy and the other country federation trophy. So uh, that's what Adam Silver wants. It's not going to work in the NBA. But anyway, positive Man City. Me, I'm happy. Uh, negative uh, Man City won. Their team is totally Saudi back. <laughs> it's totally owned by like a sheik or somebody. I mean, I don't even know. You talk about someone that's been sitting over there rooting for the blood money. It's been me all the way with Man City. So <laughs> I, I, I'm calling myself out for my sometimes slash hypocritical being a hypocrite. You also like R. Kelly, you hypocrite. I'm not. I ain't never. I ain't never. I ain't never denied that, Jared. I like I R. Never. Kelly songs. I like R. Kelly songs too. My that's my boy Robert. Always peeing on somebody. I like his grandma too. Pedro, you have a cutty corner shout out. Yeah, not sports topic, but uh, to my our wonderful front running president, Mr. Donald Trump. And I'd like to see it again. So you go ahead and mess everything else up. The world needs enema. This Kenny Corder shout out goes to him for the documents, not for how he was trying to steal, connive, trick, fraud, whatever he was doing. It's where he stored the documents. The pictures released this week of where he stored the documents. This clown had one of his assistants hide documents in a bathroom. He was farting in bathtubs, laughing your ass off. A bathroom. Just out for, I don't know what type of espionage spy is out there. You don't have to be a spy. All you need, like like they said on TYT, all you needed was a membership. To go to Mar-a-Lago and get sensitive Top secret documents on missile plans, uh, war plans, uh, new equipment, it, whatever you can think of. Whatever America was hiding was in those documents. And they left them with Mr. Trump, a fraud. I, I First of all, I, I blame Trump for being sloppy with it. Second of all, I blame 
white folks to allow him to be the president. White folks, you should be ashamed of yourself that you couldn't find one good racist honky just like him that had some company. Tucker Carlson. He was there. He was available. He could have got Tucker Carlson. He could have got any of them, them talking heads on TV. Uh, I guess you couldn't get past Ted Cruz because he a, he a bitch. Um, I can't think. I'm trying to think who else y'all could have used. Um, some Santos. Yeah. No, no, no. Santos is a hoe too. He a hoe. And, Who's that? Uh, Huckabee. Um, he's also a hoe and a bitch. The young guy. They should have found some way to prop that. Dude. Madison Cawthorn? No, no, the dude. No, uh, I forgot his name. Right. Talking about that Josh guy from Missouri, Josh Holly. No, no, it's Matt Ryan. Gates. Yeah, no. I like Pedro talking Ryan? about Matt Gates. In Joe Biden's America, the last link in a broken supply chain is a broken window in the front of a Nike store, where some hood rats are engaged in snatching grabs. George Santos? No, he. I think you said it, Brandon. You said Paul Ryan. Oh, Paul Ryan. Yeah. Was it Paul Ryan, the young guy? Yeah. Well, he's youngish. I mean, they're all in their forties, but yeah. No, no, no. He was no. He was in his thirties. They should have got him. They, they could have propped anybody up to be president, man. And they tro- they chose a fraud. Now Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabia, China, whoever got all our secrets, and they about to they about to. You're going to use it against us and that old ass man in office now because he's incompetent. And we're going, to, we're going to be in a world of trouble because y'all lost all your morals. White folks lost all their morals. You used to have morals. You was like, okay, yeah, we racist, but look, we believe in Jesus. No, y'all stop believing in Jesus. Start believing in the internet and cryptocurrency. Keeping documents, you let somebody keep documents in a bathroom and you knew he took it. You, you let him get away with it because of his whiteness? So you about to let some brown people take over the world because of your whiteness. Is that what you're saying, white people? Like I said, Pedro, <laughs> internet done gone, run away with these children and stupid, honky white people yeah. getting an equal platform to spew their stupid bullshit propaganda. And they and they get they they yell at the loudest, it gets the most clicks because it's so goddamn infuriating or crazy or wild. <laughs> And that same thing that's going on with the with the with the ignorance on the regular internet is going on with these honky white people on social media making that small minority of people being the loudest out of everyone because they so got they a amplify. platform that get amplified their voices. Yep. So they're about to give up all their power to some sand negroes. Hey, hey, you're fucking with the wrong sand nigga, okay? Brandon, do you have a cutty corner shout out? I had one and I forgot it. I just had it. I clicked off of it. And I like, what? Yeah, how about you make it for not keeping up with people from high school and then being shocked by their. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, all right. I will talk about it. My cutting corner shout out going out to aging uh, in general, getting older. Uh, I will say that uh, it's been. Hold on. Uh, yeah, actually, actually as a two Brandon, I had to mute Pedro because Pedro over here, goddamn, counting his motherfucking pills and keep forgetting <laughs> that we hear shit. everything. He on the air. Pedro's noise cancellation is so like clear to like not cancel any noise that even the small sounds sound just like it is when he's talking directly into the mic. It's like it equal. It's just, it equates everything to be equal. If he drop a feather, it'll come out loud. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Try to open a peppermint in church right now. I thought I hit the space bar from you, and I didn't. I mean, I don't know what the hell you hit. It looked like you hitting the open open Apple Man, control you know, seat. You know, Pedro, you know, Pedro got Windows ninety eight right now. So he on a gateway, bro. He on a gateway, bro. He's on a gateway. Uh, all right, Brand- Brandon. <laughs> Do you got uh, go to shout out? Yeah, man. Um, shout out to class 03, man. Um, so I got invited to our well, their last minute sort of. I feel like it's last minute getting ready for our 20 year high school reunion. Uh, go Cougars. Um, so that just sent me down a rabbit hole of all the people who've already RSVP'd for our reunion. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, which one of these people am I connected with on uh, on Facebook? Which one of these people are correct on Instagram? Who's got a TikTok? I was. I spent maybe like a good hour and a half just stalking people online. And I will say that people change, man. That's all I'll say. People will, <laughs> people change. And some people you feel like we're, we're headed to the top <laughs> and then they not. Some people you might've been, you're like, oh man, she's really, you know, she's really something. Didn't turn out that way. Or you surprised who the, who the, the kind of people they end up with. Or you surprised <laughs> the kind of, the kind of career choices they make. Or you surprised how many kids they got? You, you're just surprised. You're just surprised the choices people make because we all seem to be, we all seem to have the same start. We all went to the same high school. We all lived right around the same kind of neighborhoods, and it's just amazing how different people change out, man. Change up, man. They tell me some um, people made some had some Zion Williamson choices. <laughs> some people made doing some Zion Williams stuff in high school. <laughs> Didn't realize. <laughs> continued through college. And now they have multiple children and multiple uh and uh they have they've started multiple families. They're having they multiple families. Well multiple families. They're the stepdad or stepdad in one family. They're the that's my real daddy in another family. Um yeah. so I mean you they got multiple families. That's the way I describe it. A, uh, <laughs> a dynamic home base. <laughs> Dynamic, dynamic yeah, the dynamic uh, <laughs> home life. Uh, yeah. Right. Oh, uh, now we have a couple people who are my my or who are locked up now. Uh, a couple people found out passed away. God, God bless the dead. Some people not surprised that they're no longer with us based on what they were doing, <laughs> what they were doing twenty years ago. Yeah, Kaczynski went to your high school. <laughs> <laughs> Go Cougars! Go Cougars! It's like the, uh, it's like somebody who didn't make it to the third season of Breaking Bad. Like it was just like, <laughs> we don't really do this. It's like, all right, well, I guess we ain't gonna do this. Oh, yeah, no man. So my kind of curse show goes up to them. I realize my my demons are that I just gain weight and uh, yeah. Brandon, you still got a strong hairline. Yeah, man. you got you got a full set of hair. This is your twenty year reunion, dude. Well, well that's the thing. I said, well, because that's where I started, started thinking. It's like, man, I need to. I need you get to a get good haircut when you get out here. I need to. I'm gonna need to get this. Uh, need to get a couple of these pounds off before I go see start seeing people. Hey man, and I'll take like, you to you know City what? Sports with me, bro. We'll get you on. Uh, we'll get you on a good <laughs> regimen, bro. What at the end of my Twitter, at the end of my Instagram, Facebook, TikTok spiral, I was like, really? I, you know, I'm doing pretty. I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. I'm in the top. I'm in the top twenty percent of people. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. yeah, you were thinking you need to lose a, few, a couple, few pounds, and then you went online and you're like, "Shit, I'm in the ninety eighth percentile." Doing okay. Shout out to the uh, some of them used to be fine women at Crenshaw. 
Oh man, dude, it's it, I can't even say it's on a recorded podcast, man. But some of it's just been disappointment. Some of it has been eye opening. <laughs> some <laughs> other parts think, of it just been like, I'm glad it didn't work out. I think it's just an indication of how much you really still don't know when you are graduating high school <laughs> about people or just the world that is to come. <laughs> Maybe hey, for you, like, you have a better understanding, yeah. but. All the chaos that go like all those other people that end up going off in their own directions or stay kind of still kind of within satellite distance of you, like you can kind of you know see, but it's yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It makes it amazing all the people who like met in high school and stayed together. Like, mm-hmm. That part's amazing to me because like you because in high school, based on my, based on my recent research, there's no telling where this is gonna go. <laughs> physically emotionally educationally like there's no telling where this shit's gonna go my cutty corner shout out uh a positive one goes out to a friend of the show dovey on ig uh for sending dj art the most twerktastic and irregular internet uh to help keep my algorithm irregular yeah <laughs> another cutty corner shout out Goes out to people on them goddamn scooters again. There's a woman on San Pablo motherfucking goddamn road. Okay. Goddamn damn road. Oh, San Pablo Riding damn road? On the sc- no helmet on one of them scooters. Bruh. I'm going to run out of juice. And she's going slow while hugging the goddamn line on the shoulder, <laughs> riding about probably 14 miles an hour. We driving like 50 miles an hour on this road. And this is this is a rural kind of road. It's driving past the dam. It's there's there's animals that run across this road <laughs> on yeah. a semi-regular basis, you know what I'm saying? And and she's riding the scooter. This 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 older middle-aged, uh, beautiful wide woman with some goddamn flip-flops on. It just not fitting in. I'm assuming maybe she came up from the dam. Somebody had a scooter. She decided to ride it up and around. But just motherfuckers on scooters. It's, also, people on scooters who decide to ride in the middle of goddamn lane and stand at a goddamn stoplight in the middle lane on your goddamn standboard scooter. Get out of the way. You are a pedestrian vehicle at best. Get out of the way of the cars. I don't want to have to drive 14 miles an hour behind you and then veer around you or wait for you to get to the next block where you then make your turn and get the fuck out of my way. Just get the fuck out of my way. Thank you. Much appreciated. Everybody sucks at driving but me. You hear you you hear how agitated he is. <laughs> Let's make lemonade. My other cutty corner shout out goes out to Aaron for scaring everybody away from doing the hike. Up. I feel bad, Jared. I feel bad. You know what? He said I'm... how much he hated it. And then at the end of the hike, he's like, man, that was actually really enjoyable. I enjoy it. It's not, it's not ranked as high as Jared would rank it in my, I got my new hiking scale now. So it's not ranked, but it's still, I did really enjoy that hike, man. I felt bad, man. But Karma came back and got me, Jared, because that. Had me lost in Sebastopol. I got home so late, Jared. That karma came and got me, man. That's all I said. I, that's why I stopped complaining to you about how late I got home. That's why I'm doing all this parking stuff, Jared. I, you, you didn't hear me complain to you about this parking stuff. I'm trying to hold it in. Because I'm like, maybe it's my karma, man. I fucked up the hike for people. I didn't complain about it. They didn't go on it. 
and I enjoyed it and I enjoyed the beach when you know it. I mean, even though I still think I wish it was secluded, I enjoyed it though. I still yeah, enjoyed it. And I felt bad, man. And then karma got me the next day. I packed up this morning, Brandon, ready to leave the campground. I always tell Jared this. I just want to be able to leave the campground because we all know I wake up before everybody, no matter what time I go to sleep. I just I can't sleep in whatever time my body's used to waking up. It's going to continue to do that no matter how little bit of sleep I got. Lately, I've been having to go to work. So I wake up around 545 now. No alarm. Just wake up five. My body wakes up 545. I got to go to work early now. On this camping trip, I've been waking up at 545, which basically means I'm up by myself drinking like a Starbucks Frappuccino I put in the cooler just because I know I'm going to be sitting around by myself for a while, right? At least two two to three hours. But on the last day, I'm like, this is great. I'll be able to pack. I'm going to be back at my house by like 9 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock. I'm going to go get my dog for my sister at like 10.30, be back home, have plenty of parking, relax. Man, none of that happened. I had to give, I had to give a shout out to pal, uh, in this black people saving baseball segment i gave him and his beautiful uh uh lady a ride they're a beautiful couple it was great i had a great conversation great music talking to them but boy did i get lost after that boy they because the direction they gave me didn't have streets they said when you get to the t make a left and the next t you get to make a right the next t make a left and the next t a right and then you're gonna go a left and it's gonna bring you out that was my directions i was given let me tell you, these are country roads. I couldn't tell if it was a T or private property, right? Half of it like so. Man, next thing I know, I'm making nothing but rights, right? And then I see this big ass truck, and I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna follow this motherfucker. He's obviously going to a big ass road somewhere. He's the only car I've seen in the last ten minutes. I'm just gonna follow him, and got me out on the road. I was like, I didn't know if I was heading west, east, where the fuck I was at. I couldn't tell because it was overcast. Made it out of there, got stuck in traffic, Petaluma. I said, this is my karma for what I'm messing up Jared's hike. We still had eight people on the hike, man. It was, still, it was, it was, it was a really good number to have, like eight people about if that. If we would have went with the, everybody else, we would have had enough having How many total people we had? 20-something? No, we had like, uh, well, no, a couple people weren't going to go anyway. So we probably would have got up to 12, maybe, or 13. 12 or 13. Yeah, I think it was like 13. No, no, more than five are going to go. You figure Omar... Well, there's no Omar and Javier were the main two, and then J- JoJo and JoJo and her friend. They they those were they would have could have got twelve. Yeah, Judy probably wasn't gonna go, right? But Judy Gabe and Ifa weren't gonna go. Gabe was like, I don't think I'm gonna go. You're right. We would have probably had thirteen people. Thirteen around thirteen. Over thirteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a good number. It was a nice hike too. I did scare him away though, Brandon. I scared him away. I was bitching about Jared and everything in the hike, and I still stay true to my word. I told him I still wouldn't change anything I said though. <laughs> <laughs> because Jared, you know how Jared oversells shit like hikes and shit. Jared, you know how he is, Brandon. He oversell it, right? Because for him, like going on the strenuous hike, he's over there skipping and shit because he got new REI shoe boots and shit on, right? <laughs> and then all the rest he's of us are fucking low tired of him. gravity. And his hair is aerodynamic, so he's exactly. <laughs> and so, and then, and then the thing that he's not factoring in is that he took me on this hike on like one of the hottest days in the Bay Area. So we're out there sweating and shit. We didn't, it was so crowded at that beach. We just left it in like 10 minutes. We're like, all right, just get me. Right. And then I had Jesus with me who kept arguing. It wasn't even like all we were talking about was he kept arguing over what is worse to run into a bear or a fucking lion, mountain lion. And even though I was like, all right, man, we both disagree on our answers. He still wanted to just discuss it and try to talk one of me. Well, I don't know why. <laughs> and that was the whole fucking talk up that big ass hill. 
At least yeah. this one, you know, it also made it easy. I put on my headphones on the big hill on the way back. And I was just bumping some 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 music to help me go. You know, R. Kelly bumping grind can help you go up a hill. <laughs> <laughs> uh.